0: Tiny Drops, Mighty Oceans, the ripple effect of questions left unanswered. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Hey
1: guys, welcome to another episode of Tiny Drops, Mighty Oceans.
0: It's good to have you, Bimbo. How are you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well. I don't know how it's been for you going outside, but, like, the whole environment looks very funny with everybody going around with masks. It's quite busy. Uh,
0: did you just start going out? That's That's now, been happening for a number of weeks now.
1: Well, you know me, I don't. You know me, I like my house. I don't go out, barely. I only go to the shopping mall, so, like, that I've been used to, but now you literally walk out of your house and then you see everyone in mass.
0: I was just in my, I was talking to my landlord a while back and then I was telling him how, every time I go to the store, I have to pinch myself because I feel like I'm in a movie. Like it just, everywhere always looks like something out of a movie. It just feels like a scene from a movie, like maybe World War Z, something. (laughs) it's, It's just strange. You're right. Like seeing people in masks, like, every single time is weird it's super weird
1: yes it's super weird and everybody looks sort of like a (laughs) superhero
0: apart from me though wearing the oh no 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 offense to the doctors and the nurses and those that actually have to wear this mask like all the time but the surgical masks oh my god oh my god they smell weird oh even though my So I went, I was, um, there was a day I went to site with my colleague and then she bought a new mask, uh, trying to feel cool. So she bought a black one and she said it actually smells weirder than the surgical mask. So yeah, maybe surgical mask isn't so bad after all.
1: Oh, well, I haven't seen the difference in either mask. Like I don't really smell anything. So
0: (laughs) for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life.
1: So going to our question for the week, our question this week is, mm. would you please can you help me with that?
0: Does God love me in spite of my shortcomings? Mm. This one kind of melts my heart. It's, it's, it's dear to me. I don't know why, but it's really dear to me. Maybe because I'm one of those people that, I always make mistakes, always, like every single moment of my life, I make mistakes. So for me, this question is so, is a question always on my mind. Sometimes I'm scared to ask it because I'm like, what if, what if, just what if he doesn't? Or what if he's, I don't know, how How do you put it? You know how when you love someone, but then person does something and then you're just, the thing puts you off. I feel like that sometimes we're good. I'm like, that thing I like, did, did did like how did he feel about it?
1: Yeah, you know that feeling of you're disappointing someone over and over again. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. It's funny that it's funny that we're talking about this because like a few days, a few days ago, so my, my roommate and I were watching this movie. It's called Silent. It's a movie about like Christianity in I think in Japan. Okay. In, like when japan first came into like when christianity was
0: introduced into japan
1: yes and how there was a lot of killings and persecution of the christians and so they were so they were they were always made to to denounce their faith and so what was happening was there was this particular guy in the movie every time they said he should come and denounce it. Like, he didn't think twice. He did it every time. Like Wow. He, like, And then after that, you now go back to the priest and be saying, and be like, forgive me if I have sinned. <laughs> like, he kept doing that. And while we were watching the movie, we realized that, is this how we actually, because at a certain point, the priest was almost, almost felt like, like, why? Why do you actually believe? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like why do you keep going back? Why do you keep doing That's our
0: everyday things? life. That's actually like this this story is that's what we do on a daily basis, like minute by minute, that's what we do. Uh devo- um reading our devotional this week, I don't know if you remember where the part of um the at the end of the devotional mm-hmm. where he asked the question, how do you feel about God? And then how do you think God feels about you? I wasn't able to answer that question. I think I was able to answer the question of how I think God feels about me. And that's um, going back to the scripture that says, while we were yet sinners, God died for us. Like he sent his son to die for us. Mm-hmm. Romans five eight. So for me, that gave a, a bit of a picture of how I f- think God really feels about me. So I'm not sure for you were you able to answer that question because I struggled with the question with answering the question
1: it was it was definitely a struggle to answer the question but what came to my mind immediately was um, there is now there's therefore now no condemnation in yeah. Christ Jesus and that has been a what I have held on to for a very long time, especially when I have moments when, when I feel very down I feel like I'm beating myself up things that I've
0: done
1: Okay. I have this voice in my head that says that the devil cannot win the battle for my life <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so when things like that happen and I can't talk to God and I feel very oh does God love me if he completely disappointed in me I'm like like I think the first thing we read earlier was we got so lucky that he sends his will to so son but whosoever believeth in him shall not perish everlasting life. So knowing that God He actually before He knew me, He knew that I was a sinner and He died for me to set me free from that sin. That is what helps me. But yes, there's always going to be those moments where you actually feel like you like does God really love me? Like I've done this, I've done this again, I've fallen again you mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's it's always big because it reminds me of Paul. um do you remember the when paul said what's that bible verse I'm trying to remember
0: oh is it the one which of them so there's one where paul is talking about how the things that i really want to do i find myself not doing the things i do not want to do those are the things, like yeah, that yeah. whole scenario, almost like a yeah. tussle between your flesh and your spirit, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the one. That's the one.
0: That's actually the story of our lives. That's that's really what it is. We say, we say, we say we don't want to do something, or I hate doing this thing, and then we find ourselves doing that same thing that we really hate, and then the thing that we're supposed to be doing, we're unable to do. I I posted something on Twitter. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, something about how, so first thing I realized is with God, it's not so much behavior modification. So he's not trying to modify your behavior. He's trying to strip you of your old nature. That's that's what coming into um coming into a relationship with God does to you. Your new life in Christ is supposed to strip you of your old nature. So it's not so much the behavior modification, it's much more about your desires. So I was reading, I like the way the devotional put it, talked about, not. it's not about not wanting to eat the apple, but it's about not desiring like that apple in the first place. So sometimes, like we, I know we beat people up and then we're like, oh, why is this person doing this? So rather than even looking at why the person is doing something, you need to be thinking about the fact that, this person isn't, like, they don't know better. They don't know better. So, yeah, I know, like, to answer that question of, so, or how I found the answer to the question of this, um, does God really love me in spite of my shortcomings? For me, it's in John 3, 16. When, before, I used to think that Bible passages meant, oh, for God's so love, like, God loved me intensely, and then he gave his son to die for me. But then when I read another version, and then got to really understand what that um, verse of the Bible was saying, it went, the NLT version puts it this way, but this is how God loved me. So when I started to see, so every time I'm asking myself, does God love me? I'm reminded of that Bible passage that tells me that this is how God loves me. Like he showed his love. This was how he acted that love out. So knowing that he already sent his son for me as an action of his love. For me, he always, like, he puts me at ease every time. Every time. Even though I make a mistake. Some, you know the funny thing? <laughs> Bimbo, I just realized. There are times when I haven't made the mistake. And that was something that the Holy Spirit means that to me lately. I haven't made the mistake, but I'm already thinking about the mistake.
1: So the desire is there? Yes. Mm.
0: That's like... When he when he showed, like when he revealed that to me, it was so intense. I was like, hmm, I haven't even made the mistake. I'm already thinking about the mistake. And then the more I think about, so late, that was today. He just told me that I needed to bring my mind away from it. Like I was focusing too much on the mistake I had not even made. Yeah. It, it, it blew my mind and I'm like, Lord, I need your help. So rather than already like desiring that thing that you don't want me to do, Yeah, Yeah. and like I, so first thing he reminded me of is fact that Moji, even if you make that mistake, I love you. It doesn't change. I would Uh hate that you would do it, but it doesn't change that I love you. But first things first, let's take your mind off of it. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a, like for me, this is a question that I feel like people need to ask. And because if you ask the question, Uh God starts to reveal himself and then he helps you to see that he really does love you. He really does love you in spite of those shortcomings.
1: Yes. And it's funny how when, when you were talking and you said that God told you that you should focus on, that you were focusing on what you were going to do already. It uh-huh. reminded me of Matthew 6, Um.
0: So it says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need.
1: Yeah, so it's the reason why I said it really. I think it really covers the kingdom of God in that God just needs you to focus on Him, and if you fall by the way, still keep your focus on Him, because you're renewing your mind, you're desiring more of God, so eventually all those things will begin to drop by the way, and we have to trust that that would happen. Mm that that's something you have to trust that that process will happen and and no matter how we feel like i i would i believe that no matter what you do always run back to him run back to him like just run back to him because he's waiting for you with open arms ready to receive you back so don't let the devil put ideas in your head that you're weakened and you are condemning yourself so I feel like that's something that I have grown to a level where I it's something that I practice I tell myself oh God loves me I'm going to go back to him and he, because you're trusting him with that shortcoming he's yeah. able to pull you out of it yeah yeah so
0: I'd just like to leave everyone with um Romans 5 Sorry, Romans 8, 38 to 39. That's one of my favorite verses because, and it's not just my favorite verse because of what it says, it's because over time I've had to like ponder on it, meditate. Like when you you know how when you read something over and over and over again, and then it just becomes like plastered on your heart, and then this is a truth that you carry everywhere you go. And that's what this these two verses have done to me. It says, And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither that de- death nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So nothing. The answer to that question is yes, God loves you in spite of your shortcomings. So I'm saying this to, I don't know who you are out there, but whoever you are asking this question, God loves you. It does not matter what you've done. His love is so great. So, so great. The Bible says that sin where sin abounds, that grace abounds much more. So, like, mm-hmm. you think that that sin is so great, but His grace, it abounds much more. Who can separate
1: us from the love?
0: <laughs> mean why you should sing for us you should you should on one of these episodes you should sing for us
1: oh, all right right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so guys yeah that's it for this week the question is does god really love me yeah i'm personalizing it in spite of my shortcomings and my answer is yes I hope you can think about this question, ask the question, and then you can also come to the conclusion that he loves you. Uh, Leave us a comment on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at tinydrops 4 We look forward to hearing your thoughts. And we love you.